and everyone heard that. When less, when good. <laughs> when left to my own devices and my own life, that's different. Hi, this is Jericho of VCR Podcast. We're in a hotel packing up because we're about to check out and leave when Elise is rushing me. But I just wanted to say hi, and it's been a good weekend at PAX East. A good Friday. It's really a horrible Friday, but it was fun still. We, we enjoyed it. But everything got capped out way too early. It was fun, and I'm going to give a cap probably. Okay. Really? Let's go, Holmes. This, you should save this for the podcast. She is really ranting, guys. It is 1042. There's no reason to be rushing, but she's just trying. I, I literally have two bags, and like I'm staring at my stuff right now, and the only thing that's out is this laptop, which I can stick in a bag. But um, this is the intro. It was great. We're in a hotel. We're about to leave. And so in like two seconds, you're gonna, we're probably going to be somewhere different and a different vibe. And so Elise calls it the VCR Auto Edition, or it could be a restaurant <laughs> edition. So Bye. <laughs> Welcome to Verification Code Required Podcast. She, she almost forgot because it's been so long. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I always do that, like pause and then say the actual name. I almost forgot her name. Welcome. So, who will be excited to see that we made a new podcast? Daroki, was that his name? Daroki? Daroki, I was close, I just missed a lot. <laughs> he was kind of excited about it. And um, your friend, um, what's his name? JT. I have yes. a few friends that are following us. Oh, okay. A few. Okay, I just know JT, a great friend of yours, and Star Wars, Star Wars and Mass Effect field. And, um, hi! So, our last time recording was before PAX, and here we are after PAX. So, I feel like I was going to just talk about the cool, fun experience we have there. But first, I don't know, just to ease up the mood, what was the last game you played this week, today? No, yeah, this week. Who, me? You, yeah. Oh, man, Andromeda, of course. That's Mass Effect Andromeda. Me, it was Rise of the Tomb Raider. Yeah, it was Rise mm-hmm. of the Tomb Raider. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that was really cool. I'm playing it real quick. And it's really fun. This mic is definitely not set up on me. There we go. Um, so awesomeness. I mean, there's really not much to get in. Uh, so let's just go on and get straight to it, I guess. Uh, I don't think there's going to be much news, unless you have news you want to throw out there, because I'm just going to... No, I think we have too much to talk about, really, to go over the news. We can... Um... Uh, yeah. Pretty much all the news already happened, the good news. Like the news from before, <laughs> like literally all the expected games and everything, it's all out now. So Horizon there's no other Zero good Dawn news. Probably until out. E3 now. It's probably the next time news will be hot again because other than that, there's nothing really I mean, there's some to. stuff. I guess, uh, what, Pokemon Go is getting an update. Oh, wait. I, I need think. to visually, or no, I need to verbally announce my eye roll. Pokemon, <laughs> say Pokemon Go again. <laughs> Pokemon Go. Uh, from lower right to middle up to <laughs> mid left to all the way around. I just have to, like, roll my eyes around, so... Well, they got an update with some new shiny Pokemon or something. Oh, that would be kind of cool, but they messed know. up. You see, if they did all this when they first came out... They did everything at the worst timing possible. I don't know what to tell you. That's what happened. Legion's getting a new update, right? Wow. Yes, and there's um, a discount. There's a sale going on right now for anyone who wants to try Legion. It's at a cheaper price. Check it out. I forgot how much it was, but I saw it like advertised. Yep. And I'm the dumb one that gets it like yep. when it first comes out, full price. Uh, my MMO, Star Wars The Old Republic, will be having a update coming next month with a new operations boss, I do believe, will be coming out in April, um, which is really news because we haven't had a new operations boss in two years. Okay. Uh, I, something I think it's been two, two, it's been more than a year, 
So that's fairly large. Star Wars has decided instead of doing an entire operation at once, they're going to release a boss uh, in intervals. I can't remember if it's how big those intervals are going to be, but um, instead of taking all the time that they needed to work on a operation, which takes a really long time, they're going to just work on it piece by piece to release it. So um, it's interesting. I'm uh, intrigued to see how this goes over with the um, raiding folks that are still left in SWOTOR. A lot of them have failed because of this Actually, content. Because you just said that, that's a good way. So instead of news for upcoming, we can just go over news of what happened recently. So... You just mentioned that, and you mentioned Horizon Zero Dawn that came out. We might as well just do the news, but, like, already happened news, so. All right. That'd be cool and quicker, too, so we can explain everything, because right. we know it already. So, did you want to start with Horizon Zero Dawn? Um, yeah, okay, so, uh, two games, and I was going to talk about these anyway in the body, so I guess I'll do news and talk about my stuff, and then right. I'll let you talk about packs. Um, I was going to do some news, too. Like okay. Two things. Sounds good. Did you, did you uh-huh. want me to do my news first, and then yours, which is a good segue to go to packs? Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, this one's really short. No, short, short news. Just two days ago, Overwatch released a new character, a tank, Orisa. <laughs> um, and it's really cool. She's actually really, really nice. A great tank. She can shoot her shield, and she's great at gathering people together and staying alive. Um, that's it for that. I'm not getting into it, even though I've been obsessed with Overwatch lately. I'll make a whole episode about that later. Um, and also in a news field, what was I just going to say? I do not know. Oh, well. No, that was pretty much it. That's the only thing that happened this week. Uh, <laughs> I was going to mention Mass Effect coming out, but I'm going to leave that to you. Um, <laughs> yeah. But all the good games came out. Um, oh, Zelda. Uh, it's been doing good lately. Um, I played it. I don't own it yet, but I have played it, and it's really awesome. Oh, um, uh, South Park, The Fractured But Whole, has mm-hmm. um, been delayed again, and I do believe I heard that they refunded pre-order money. I heard the butthole got too fractured, so they had to delay it. <laughs> Heal up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, <laughs> so they're not... Uh, they're not releasing it, I guess, right this minute, and so I guess they decided to, which I didn't realize they did that, but if it's too, I think it has something to do with how long the delay is that they have to give people back their money for pre-orders, so if you pre-ordered that game, um, we're going to have to wait a little longer. You know what, that is one more game that we're looking forward to. I thought and it came Prey. Out Prey so. comes out in May. And that's the next, I think, big, 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 big one. Sweetness. All right. Well, now back to your new thing. We can right. lead to packs. So Horizon Zero Dawn came out on 228-2017. PlayStation 4, it's an exclusive, and that's made by Guerrilla Games. And for those of you who aren't familiar with that studio by its name, they made the Killzone series. Um... And uh, Horizon is an absolutely gorgeous game, and it is super fun, and I have had oodles of fun playing it. Um, It's an open world. They actually built an entire engine to play the game because they had nothing, um, no assets already existing because they were a first-person shooter, linear-type game studio, and they moved to this open world RPG, action RPG kind of a thing, so... Um, they had to build a new engine, which, incidentally, Kojima is going to be using for his new game, which I think is really cool. Um, so uh, I don't know really what else to say. I mean, it really is a, really an awesome, awesome game. The gameplay is uh, nice, snappy, um, a lot of fun. The robo-dinos that are in the game. I don't know if you want me to say anything about the actual premise of the game without quickly... I don't know if I want to say what it's about really How's, quick. So, just a quick, quick question. 
So when you're fighting those giant dinosaur robot things, there's obviously different types of arrows you can use. Yes. How's the switching between them all? Well, the there, it's not just the benefits. arrows. I mean, it's not... It's the bows, the arrows. There's so many different ways that you can attack. They deliberately... look confusing at first. Is it, like, understandable and easily... I mean, the... Oh, you mean, like, the what you can use? Yeah. There's no right or wrong way to do it. No, not even that. Just, like, how to switch. Like, if you're in the middle of, like, a battle between, Um, like... um, So you have um, kind of like a weapon wheel, which is fairly common amongst... Um, most action games that you can like, you can like highlight or favorite certain things, and then even in there, the interface, the UI is really good in this game. You can go immediately to even if you don't have what you need there, you can go into your inventory, quickly load up a different one, and then you can actually make your ammo on the fly. You can craft on the fly, and it takes like seconds as long as you have. The materials in your okay. inventory, um, and you have to carry everything with you. So um, it's yeah, it's good and bad. But um, that part is really cool. And there's so many different ways you can use traps. You can use these things called trip wires. You can use a rope to tie them down. You have oodles of different kind of uh, bows. Some of the bows shoot quickly but have less damage. Some of the bows shoot take longer, but they have more damage, just like a, you know, a sniper as opposed to, say, an auto rifle. There's different kinds of... There's ones that are used basically kind of like bombing arrows. Then you also have grenades. I mean, it's it really is. And they deliberately didn't do like a tutorial level with the robots because they wanted people to trial and error it throughout the game. Okay. So um, really great. And the other thing they have in the game that was is really kind of trailblazing. I'll be interested to see what other studios decide to kind of take this from them is they have a photo mode where you can actually, um, it turns off your UI and it puts Photoshopping tools in the game. So I took a black and white screenshot. Which I saw and it looked amazing. Yeah. So just, they did a lot of kind of innovative stuff. And then the story itself is, Kind of, it is a trope. It's a they're a post-apocalyptic setting, but it's like a thousand years after the apocalypse happened. So um, that was kind of different. And then the story itself has been very unexpected multiple times. So really great game. If you have a PS4, get it. It really is good. I think the reviews so far right now has been about an average of an eight. They've been great. I've uh, I know a lot of people that got it. Three people total actually. You. Uh, my friend Josef and my friend Tyler, who's probably sending me snaps right now because of gameplay. Um, so that's one good um, news already happened topic. Um, so now nine minutes left. Ooh, 10, 10, 10. That'd be a good way to segregate it. You think we can do 30 <laughs> minutes? Let's just try because our original idea was to make these 30 minutes. This would be our first if that happened. All right, so packs. And so, I'll talk about Andromeda next actually, time. Actually, let me. So let's start with that first. So. Talk about the Andromeda panel, not the game specifically. Oh, boy. So we're gonna, okay. the topic's going to be more PAX than our experience at PAX, but we decided to make an episode later about Andromeda. Um, so that being said, though, the Mass Effect Andromeda panel was um, really nice at PAX, so I'll let you decide to um, quickly explain how that went. So my big reason why I wanted to go to PAX on Friday was because of the Andromeda panel. Actually, we got the tickets, and then it was soon after that. Right? I think we found out about the panel we like out, yeah. we soon after we bought the tickets. So it was one of those where 
the stars just aligned, and that was the only day they were there with the panels. So um, we looked out and picked the right day to be at PAX. Um, not too surprised. We had to get in line more than two hours before the panel actually started. We did, however, get some goodies. We got the Cards Against Humanity cards. Yes. Um, still inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was pretty cool. Um, they were Mass Effect, uh, Mass Effect themed Cards Against Humanity. Um, lots of Mass Effect folks. Um, uh, cosplayers in the audience. They all got to sit up front. That Lots of great sweet. Overwatch um, cosplayers, too. And the Mass Effect panel. That's I just always pointing them out. So. Um, got to see some gameplay. And uh, who played the games? Or the game, I guess, doing the gameplay. What do you mean? The Mass Effect like panel. the actual person who yeah. did it? Um, it was Ian Fraser, who's the lead designer for the game. And he sucked, but he was told to okay, suck. Hey, come on. So, he's, he's really not. great. He was actually he's a good player, but he was told to die a couple times. Well, they so. made him play a character profile. He is not is not his favorite or proficient in, I guess. But Ian did good. Um, yeah, he got a lot of crap for that. Um, uh, the questions were wow. There were a lot of people in there who. Um, I thought about half the questionnaires were salty. Half the questionnaires were kind of uh, fans, and half of them were kind of salty. Right? Some of them um, accepted the answers, though, because every Ohio Con or any kind of convention I go to, when they have the little question line, there'll be people who like just won't leave the mic, and it gets so embarrassing at times. And like they're just trying to guess you them. Go, okay, sorry, that's all we have. Like <laughs> that's all the time. So they usually took him like, oh, thanks. And like, walked away. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Yeah, the EA guy, there was somebody who was cosplaying as EA, had this big giant sign and had devil horns on it and basically like trashed EA. And it was funny because the whole panel just kind of was silent for a little bit before they answered his question. And like, we're kind of like, well, okay, well, do you mean like, they don't get the question. <laughs> well, I don't know that they didn't get the question. They I just didn't, didn't think they wanted to answer the question exactly. because it was being streamed on Twitch. Oh, yes, indeed. Uh, so, and you have to you have to think some EA folks were watching the stream if they weren't there. So, also, um, yeah, I, I think they were probably somewhat uncomfortable with having uh, that on their streamed big time marketed panel. Oh, and that? we had Bioware Base. Bioware Base, which I did not get to play the multiplayer. They're kind of pissed. It's a little but angry. we got some good um, inside information. Yes, yeah, um, so I got to watch people play, but we didn't get to actually put my hands on it and play it. I was a little pissy about it. And so an employee was nice enough to show us a booklet of how things work. Um, <laughs> I don't know if anyone from Bar is going to listen to this in the future, like if we become big, so I'm not going to say exactly how it happened. I don't want my employee to get in trouble. But <laughs> let's just say we have a lot of inside information before the release. This was before the release date, so yeah. that was great. And um, shout out to what Game Shark was that the name of the place? I do not know what you're talking about. Lone Shark Gaming. So shout out to them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they hosted the Bioware base. That's what yeah, you're they recruited a lot of um, interns, right? Or was he an intern? No, he was an employee, but they were just youngins. Oh, okay. College students and whatnot, yeah. Yep, so that was kind of cool. I have to do research on them. Um, the barber base was nice. It was really dark and roomy. I feel like there should have been more space for a game that's, you know, as big as Mass Effect. It was literally a small, like, room. Well, they, like, freaking, they were capped out at an hour and a half after 
the day started. That's ridiculous. They should have had outside of the room either. That was kind of confusing. I mean, there, yeah. So they really should have shortened up those play times. It was just way too long, and I don't know if they were trying to get influencers in there a little bit more. And I get that, but um, yeah, I think that's a different podcast. Mm. Anyway. All right. Mm. Well, um, so then next, um, let's talk about some things we did on the main floor. So the first thing I wanted the second I walked in there was this big-ass Overwatch bag. <laughs> oh, man. All right, I'm going to sit here and listen. Look, go ahead. So I'm just going to try to make this quick, just though, because I'm trying to stay wait at 30. For, here we go, y'all. Mm-hmm. Saltiness incoming. There's no... I'm going to stand... <laughs> uh, I'm going to try and keep this clean, even though this is a profanity podcast. But I just wanted to get the huge Overwatch bag. I'm thinking, you know what? It's at a Blizzard booth. I can get it later at the end of the day or something. Tell me why these damn lines cap out within two hours of opening the event. So, you know, I go later. It's capped out. Just come in like an hour, they say. And I do. Like, I go there an hour while we're waiting in line for the Mass Effect, actually, the Andromeda line. And they just tell me it's capped for the whole day, long story short. And so I was mad as fuck. And um, I just enjoyed Mass Effect instead. I definitely made some mean tweets to PAX, but I think they forgave me, and hopefully they'll um, make line improvement next year. I was salty at PAX on my um, survey as well. So. Yes, I was literally, I kept saying, anything you want to mention about this, line improvement at the very end. And anything else, line improvement. <laughs> what would you like to say about the crew? They were great. If only there was better line improvement. Every single answer, line improvement. Because um, organization is the key to a successful event. Oh, man, that was funny. Long story short, I got so mad um, that the line was capped out and I couldn't get my oversized Overwatch bag. For a store. I went I understand. And I paid someone already in the line. In front of the guy that was saying, sorry, you can't get in. I said, like, okay, motherfucker, let me just go on and scoop behind your head. Excuse me, <laughs> sir, are you going to buy a bag for, like, for any reason? No? Great. Can I give you $10 now so you can buy it for me? Because this is here... I was going to bust the N-word, but we all know I'm at least haste that. Uh, this here guy right here doesn't want me to jump on the line, unfortunately, because the line's capped. And so he saw no problem with it. He goes, okay, yeah, I'll just buy you a bag. And I was kind of like near him. I didn't want to creep him out, but I was like scoping him from afar, making sure he doesn't steal my money. He, was, like, I don't know, he looked like 17, 16. I don't know. He was, seemed young. Yeah, but he did it, and I was grateful for that. So now I got my big-ass Overwatch bag. And it's just sitting in my corner right now collecting dust. But when I go to another con, I'm going to use that mofo and put everything in it. <laughs> um, I, you know, I, it just goes to show that at, at, at their heart, gamers are honest, helpful people. We are not just cave-dwelling, you know, um, regressive people who have no social skills, as the stereotype is. Yes. We are all smart and friendly. And we grouped together. Um, so then, some indie games that were on the floor. Uh, let's go on and talk about your favorite. There's this game called Osiris. That was not my favorite. She loved that, that was game. totally rolling. Let me tell you how much she loved this game. Like, she loved, she was on an airplane. She loved it so much, she didn't want to get out of it. <laughs> you mean I couldn't get out of the stupid plane? Yeah, so it's a I game could not actually play the stupid game. Osiris New Dawn. Um, there was like a little playable area, and her problem was she couldn't get out of the vehicle. And that's normally not a problem because you can just hit start and join the main menu and start a new game. But it won't let you even hit the start menu without getting out of the vehicle. What kind of game 
does that. Sorry, you can't pause the game until you're out of the vehicle. I'm like, what? The Mass Effect doesn't do that. When you're in a Mecca, Mecca, whatever uh, it's called. Well, the uh, Nomad now. The Mako is the Mako. old one. Yeah, they did um, a say, yeah, sorry, you can't pause I don't the game know you're where, in a vehicle. I know, but I don't know where they were at this game. This could have been an alpha game, and it still had glitches. We don't know. What I game in general, though? Sorry, you have to be inside a building just to pause the game. <laughs> but I didn't get it. I didn't know what the purpose of the game was because I was irritated by the confusion of it. It looked really good, actually, and a lot of people are saying it's good. So I'm not going to give it a super bad review now. Maybe I'll hear about it later. But, dang, it was trash when we played it. Um, well, but we also didn't. They were so busy and overwhelmed yeah. that we did not get to talk to any developers when we, we were try. trying to play it. So that was kind of a problem. But speaking of developers, again, we played with some on the game called After Charge. <laughs> How'd you like After Charge? It was good. See, it was good. She didn't want to play it at first. You see, I like to I go to PAX and just participate. She just wanted to get Mass Effect Andromeda, which I understand Mass Effect Andromeda is great. I but looked at some I other stuff to too. I like I to watch. Watch? Yeah, kind of. Well, you played, so that was pretty cool. And a quick summary of After Charge. It's three versus three. The One of the employees there gave a comparison. It's a mixture of the Trials of Osiris mm-hmm. mixed with Overwatch. Mm-hmm. So it's three v three. There are these robots that are always invisible and these humans that are invincible. So the only way the robots can be seen is if they're close enough to you where you can actually like detect them with your machine or if they're being attacked. So if you just shoot everywhere and hit one by chance, you now have the location. The purpose of the robots is to just destroy these extractors, which are these like plants of light that you just break. Um, and then that's when the game's over, when you destroy them all, or when all the robots are dead. And it's basic. That's simple. I can't wait to see what all the maps are at. This is alpha. It's pre-alpha, isn't it? Something. It's mm-hmm. the in-production, actually, because they're tweeting mm-hmm. about it. And I just got an email to join our alpha um, team. Oh, thing. cool. And so you probably got it, too, if you signed up for it. I'm pretty sure it's automated. I'm not sure if I did um, or not, but... But it looks really cool. Um, I have... Since I joined, I got a cool little after-charge wallpaper. Oh, that's cool. Um, it's actually a full like piece of uh, picture, but it wasn't big enough to fit on. Really great devs. They were fun to play with. After charge, it's the robots versus the humans. Yeah. Check it out. Um, um, really, uh, uh, they were uh, super excited about their games. Now, so did we not kick ass when we were playing it? We did. We won we the first round. No, listen, even when we lost, we kicked ass. Like, because they we were did. having a hard time. Like, when we were the humans, them bots were dead within, like, hmm, four minutes. Yeah. But then when we were the robots, we'd lost, but they it took a good, what, Six, seven minutes? Yeah. We were playing for a long yeah. time. we were playing a while. And eventually I gave up. I'm like, you know what? They need to win. So. <laughs> We'd have been there all day because we were resing one of us or two of us, and then one of us would go down, the other one would just But Miss Debbie Downer over here, who thinks everything's her fault, saved both of our butts in the middle of the game. <laughs> a dev died, and then I died, and she's like, I just suck. But she re- she revived us both because um, robots have the ability to heal each other and shield each other. And... Um, that made the game even longer, so she's a badass player. She just don't know it yet. <laughs> um, and then just, uh, I, mean, not, I mean, yeah, it's worth mentioning. We met some cool people at PAX. Um, only a few names to mention. There was a guy named Kyle who was at the After Charge booth. Um, Emmett, who was an employee at the Bioware base, um, mm-hmm. the Lone Shark gaming employee. And then Rob, who followed us around towards the end. Um, he was a... What do you call them? The employees there? Or the oh, an enforcer. An enforcer. He was an enforcer. So. so if you all want to go to PAX, but you don't want to pay for the tickets, if you volunteer to be an enforcer, you get paid to work minimum wage, and then they also give you your tickets for free. So 
Um, it's kind of a good deal. If you it don't, is. You have to actually work, but yeah, yeah. If you choose like morning hours, yeah. you can enjoy the rest. You don't have anything in spe- in particular that you want to see, you know, but you just want to like check out some games and go look and be there and get in for free, then it's a good deal. But if you like, like me wanted to see the Andromeda panel, that it might have been hard if you were an enforcer during the middle of the day. And next year, I'm going to try and do mostly indie gaming. I'm trying to get there and play like all the indie games on the floor or anything. I'm just going to participate in like as much as I can. Um, But that's hard too because there are panels you want to go to. Like you really have to go all three days Mm -hmm. just to at least try and do two things because Mm -hmm. panels are great but then if you're in line that long you're missing out for a chance to participate in these events but then those like events have a line themselves so it's like you have to sacrifice something which sucks but you just have to literally plan ahead and put use the app because it helps so much at scheduling everything yeah we missed the destiny uh panel that was Mm. the next day um and there were devs walking around they were tweeting from the floor destiny devs but we didn't see any of them that's sad kind of bummer yeah tiktok teardrop um all right, so that was it. Anything else um, that was at PAX that was worth mentioning? Um, we saw Sanchi. Um, the square booth was pretty cool. Yeah, um, for those of you who are bio or, or, uh, Bioware fans, they have a new. Uh, they had a new T-shirt out that had Blasto eating breakfast cereal. I think the it's Blasto O's T-shirt. It was cute. Um, yeah, they had an Andromeda tank, and I don't do tanks. So. You know what I hate. People who complain so much about games that they're not even going to try first, just jumping straight to motherfucking conclusions, and then realize that, oh, it was not a problem after all. That's just, I don't know, just events came to my mind, and so I thought about some people at PAX that, you know, just gave me that. Okay, random. All right. Not really random. Let me tell you about Mass Effect and Jabana. It's um, really nice, and they took out a pause feature, and a lot of people just don't like that. And so that was a um, question that was asked by a lot of fans, but that was all. Yes, indeed. Okay. Just had to throw that in passively, aggressively, and so. Sweetness, 26 minutes. Look at that. This could be a 30-minute episode, our very first one. Really? Yes, we're at 26 minutes. We did good. And awesome. um, I'm pretty sure after editing, it might be a little lower. Um, let's see. We saw some good cosplays. I saw uh, Mercy with the missing wing. She, uh, that must have been a battle Mercy because she had it rough. Um, I saw an ice <laughs> bitch. She was really good. I told her that I hate her. Okay. You, better, you um, better define what mm-hmm. ice bitch means. <laughs> I told her she's my least favorite character on Overwatch. He mains May, y'all. So if you're May players, I'm so sorry. He's I was, and I was nice kid. to her. I mean, I just hate the character. I just I was joking with her. I'm never disrespectful to people. I went to her. I said, hey, you look amazing. Can I get a picture? And I was like, you know, you're my least favorite character on Overwatch. And we laughed about it. And I will never disrespect someone in general. But I just like to make fun of Ice Bitch because no one likes her. She's a complete troll character. Um, and she prevents her teammates from doing anything. It's annoying. And so Blizzard needs to just remove her from Overwatch. That would be the best update ever. Like, you know how in the beginning, like after an update, it announces like a new character? Orisa is now a character. Like, I'm waiting for the one time I log in. We got rid of Ice Bitch. We killed her. She's like, she's gone. Like, I would love that. I would love to see that announcement. But SMH, y'all. She's a troll character. No one likes her. She's annoying. But, yep, that's it. That's all the coolness. Um, we got the custom games in Overwatch. That was on the news, I believe. Um, it's called Game Browser, where you can make your own um, 
game in Overwatch, and you can actually earn loot boxes from for them. I, I think. Oh, that's about time. I um, didn't think you could do that. The custom games. I'm you so can't because it's in the arcade. In order to do it, you have to go to arcade. Mm-hmm. Um, and they <clears> added <throat> capture the flag back. It is now permanently part of the game because it was just a Chinese New Year. Um, oh. Yeah, it was part of the Chinese New Year. I thought that was there was always a capture the flag. No, mm, it was never. So it came. The attack and the called, defend. I thought that was the capture the flag one. Um, no, like the actual the capture the rooster event where you had to go to the other oh. team and capture the flag and run back to oh, your area. Oh yeah, no, I never played that one. Yeah, they made it permanent now. So. Is um, that in the arcade as well? Yes, and I hate it because no matter what you do, like you end up losing or drawing, which is annoying. I never play the arcade. You will one day. Um, Sweetness, so Mass Effect, Overwatch, um, Horizon Zero Dawn. What else? Andromeda came out this week, Tuesday, as a matter of fact, the yes. 21st. So our next episode will literally be Mass Effect related. There's been some saltiness and some angst that we will talk about, about the game. On that episode. Yes. Trust me, I got a lot to say. <laughs> I'm going to try my best not to name drop. But Justin Timberlake, I'm such a huge fan. I hear his name playing in the background. Sorry, I hear his music. Um, anyways. Really? Sorry. <laughs> There's music playing here, and Justin Timberlake just popped up. Really? Yes. I love me some JT. Anyways. Um, all right, guys. Really? Uh, Twitter. VCR Podcast. Um, keep playing, y'all. That's all we got. Yeah. Uh, keep playing. If you die, just restart. Cheat. Turn off your console and turn it back on. <laughs> Start over. (laughs) Bye. Thanks. Bye.